Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle, <laughs> uh, it's the time of giving thanks. Well, that was a couple of days ago, yeah. but it is it is a time of giving thanks. Um, and I am thankful that I finally got my shed like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Yay, it's done. We've been, we've been uh, uh, postponing <laughs> recording for days. Well, because Thanksgiving is a busy time. And uh, you were you had to work on our normal recording day mm-hmm. because you're a mensch and you wanted to work when it was busy to help your coworkers. That's if that's not what's ha- what happened, then you tell me what happened. No, I mean that's what happened, but who knows? <laughs> who knows if it helped anybody? It nobody. Haven't you ever heard the phrase? It's the thought that counts. Yeah, didn't, I have not. I just didn't made it I up. Just say that to you. Like no, an I don't, hour ago. Oh, so now you want to start airing some dirty laundry. Okay, fine. You know what? We'll talk about my shed in a minute. I try I tried to do something nice. And you know the saying, no good deed goes unpunished, is completely accurate. A few weeks ago, I'm talking on the phone with Michelle, and Michelle, you have had the worst luck with kosher ramen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, now let's slow down everything for a second because I want the audience to be able to keep up. Because okay. we're about to talk about kosher ramen. I feel like we're coming out pretty strong right out of the gate. They're not getting a chance to they're not getting a chance to get their bearings. <laughs> but but no, so so you uh you have been buying kosher ramen. What what led to that? So there's just a brand, there's just in the kosher section at the the you know supermarket places, there's just a brand called something tradition, maybe. And it's like comes in, it's like the cup of noodle kinds and it comes in a cup like that and they're kosher. So they have ones that, which that's kind of weird. Uh, they have, they're all like imitation chicken flavor, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. So because I guess you them. don't eat, you don't eat chicken. You don't eat no, meat. No. Um, and also that probably means that they're not made with chicken broth. So, which is, mm-hmm. which is a benefit because I'm sure all the other ramen is, which is, I mean, it's just what it is. Um, so I buy it because I can't buy the kind that, uh, that I normally like because there's no shrimp ramen, like cup ramen in stores anywhere anymore, probably because of the pandemic. And you know. would, and you would know, cause you work in grocery stores. Yeah. And so. I go to all of them and I look and I look every day and they're not there. <laughs> and I, and at the beginning of the pandemic, all there was was shrimp. Like everything else was sold out. So I would yeah. just buy it. And then one day I bought all of them eventually, you know, the last I bought the last one and then it just never came back. Well, and a side note about ramen, because we had a huge shortage of ramen here as well. Um, and funny thing, though, it, it proved my theory that somewhere along the supply chain, they must have had like, like four years worth of ramen backed up because when we started getting the ramen back, Mm-hmm. We no longer had oriental flavored ramen anymore. It's now called soy sauce flavored ramen. Mm-hmm. 
Right, right. Which, but it's funny because I looked at, it, I'm like, oh, that makes sense because Oriental is not really like the most politically correct term for the mm-hmm. flavoring, and uh, and also, but not even about political correctness, but also like a lot of people may be like, what's Oriental mean? So you know, putting soy sauce flavored on it is a very accurate descriptor. It's it's mm-hmm. you know a little bit soy saucy, but that made me realize I was like, does that mean we've been going through the back? Uh, the back order of, of ramen for like somebody, somebody finally ran out of the old shit and yeah. now we're getting the soy sauce flavored ramen. Yeah. Um, but that, cause that was the first ramen that was available. All oh, that and beef. Cause I don't think a lot of people like beef ramen. Um, I'm not a humongous fan myself. Uh, but it was funny. The moment I couldn't have ramen, there was nothing I wanted more <laughs> than ramen. So anyway, so, so you're, you can't get the shrimp cup of noodle ramen mm-hmm. for those who are, who, who are trying to keep up with this lightning fast, uh, you know, Vin Diesel movie level action that we're talking about right here. Um, <laughs> so you couldn't get, uh, the cup of the cup of noodle ramen in shrimp, which is your preferred ramen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't get that. So there's the something tradition brand. That's um, kosher, and I get them every once in a while. They cost more, but they're not. Of course, they do. Uh, uh, <laughs> but they're they're still, you know, relatively inexpensive as food goes. And I buy one just every once in a while. Like usually, like sometimes when I work on like Tuesdays, I go home early and I have lunch and I work from home. So I'll buy them and then come home and do some work. Um, so I don't have to eat. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich mm-hmm. and so i so i got the kind that is low sodium imitation chicken which is my preferred one because it's low sodium so it's just it has like 200 milligrams less of sodium the other one so it's not that much so it's like a thousand instead of 1200 milligrams no, it's sodium. like it's actually like 700 instead yeah of that like actually sounds right it's because it's roughly a thousand milligrams in a normal ramen mm-hmm. which is which is a lot yeah yeah. Um, yeah. I, I bought. I bought last year. I started eating healthy ramen sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the thing that frustrated me the most was that they advertised on the packaging no MSG. Like we don't use MSG. And I was like, you know, if you fucking used MSG, the salt could be lower because it was still like six hundred milligrams mm-hmm. of salt. Yeah. And I was trying to get no salt or, or low salt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, if you fucking used MSG, the salt content would be lower. And it fucking. I I don't know if this show is ready for my opinions about MSG. <sighs> Let me just put it this way. If you have ever said like, oh, don't eat that it has MSG in it, then you participated in a racism. You have done a racism. And, and if, if anybody you, wants, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, you can keep I was going to say, if anybody wants me to expand on that, they can ask at the email address. Yeah. Or you could just go on what what had the show about msg this american life if you listen to NCR and look for their msg episode um if you want to be sure that you're racist (laughs) well that's what npr is good for right yeah (laughs) am i racist npr help me out yes (laughs) it's 1205 uh, a.m and we're anyway so so you buy the the jewish uh noodles yeah the jewish weeb spaghetti yeah no, it's, yeah, but it's like, and then it gets like bad because like, I, it's okay. Like it, it kind of tastes like ramen, but they do this thing where, so it's got like, it's like noodles and it has like little pieces of vegetables in it, like little carrots and corn. And you can taste the blessing from the rabbi on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, um, and, but the thing is with that particular type of ramen, because it's not, 
like even pretending to be authentic they like um they like cut up the noodles so you can use a spoon instead of a fork <sighs> which is probably the most annoying thing about it because yeah, i like annoying. went with like a fork and i was like okay forget it um <laughs> never mind but so this is a product i bought multiple times before so i get home I make the ramen and I actually I was like really hungry so like I ate a piece of it before I put the water in and I was like wow this is really land. I put the water in, I go down, I wait three minutes, even though it doesn't tell me what to do on the container for some reason. And then, <laughs> and then I I start eating it and I notice that it doesn't taste like anything, like at all. And I'm like, oh my god, am I do I have COVID? But everything <laughs> else tastes like something. So I was just like, I don't know. So it like they just left out the flavoring totally. And so it tasted like if you if you just drank like if you just made noodles for yourself and then drank that water. Yeah. Yeah. It's Noodle just, it water. Was, it was pretty gross. And I didn't put any flavoring in it because I thought, what if it still has 700 milligrams of sodium? <laughs> so it just so it just had really gross starchy water and noodles and some vegetables <laughs> which did taste like something because they were vegetables that's good so and but but this happened more than once you yeah. bought it because because we thought it was a fluke the first yeah. time it was like oh yeah you know things happen yeah so no but the second time so i waited a couple of weeks and i think i i don't remember if it was at the same acme or if it was a different one but i was like it's probably fine it was probably just this one one so i went and i got another one and this one, I opened it and I knew immediately there was something wrong because there wasn't even any vegetables in it. It was just noodles and no flavor. So it was just water, starchy water with flavorless noodles. I don't know what's sadder that you had to eat that for lunch or that that happened to clearly like tons of this product. Mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. but the clientele for this product is so like sad and boring that this is fine. <laughs> Like, well, I put that time I put like miso in it, and so I made it mm, ramen, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but it it was it was sad. So I'm afraid. Um, I'm afraid to. I'm sorry. I just saw my neighbor walk to my other neighbor's house. Um. Uh oh. Yeah, I they're plotting know. against you. Maybe she's because she asked me to go out to a thing with her. So maybe she's going to ask my other neighbor too. Um, what thing? You're in Philly. Philly's locked down. Well, you're near Philly. It's locked down. We're not locked down. <laughs> um, just uh, just to the um, the cemetery uh, tree farm. So I remember the cemetery tree farm. You've mentioned it before. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, but anyway, so so it was sad. Yeah. So, so, uh, because of all of this and, and sharing this concern with Michelle and talking to her about, you know, how awful her life has become without her shrimp ramen, I took it upon myself to find a place that was shipping tons of cup. I think it was a 12 cup or was it a 24 cup? It was a lot. There's a lot of them in that box. Yeah. So I pay uh, a bit more than you would at the store to have it shipped to you. Shrimp ramen. They took forever to ship it. That was the worst part. They did that thing where it was like, here's your UPS tracking number. And then every day when I clicked on it, it was like awaiting arrival (laughs) for arrival scan. And I'm like, so they put a label on it and made it sit for seven days. I hate people like that. Don't put a label on it if you're going to not bring it in. Well, just like within a day, it should be gone Mm -hmm. if you're going to do that. But so, (sighs) ah, so. 
it finally gets shipped and it actually shipped the day before Thanksgiving. It like finally shipped. It was coming from Massachusetts. So I was thrilled when I saw that they updated and said it was going to be delivered Saturday. So I called you on the phone. I was so excited because it had been delivered and you hadn't gotten it yet. And then you opened it up and it was fucking chicken. Yeah. So I've emailed them and been like, you know, dear, you sons of bitches. No, but I, I wrote them. I was like, you sent me the wrong thing. How are we going to deal with this? Like, are you going to send me the right thing or am I going to have to return? Like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So they better, they better not fuck around or they're going to find out. That's all I got to say. But you but tried. My, my point and failed because trying is the first step in failing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just felt so bad. I was so excited for you to have that, that win. I was so excited for you to get this big box of ramen you liked and I, then it didn't. I think that having the chicken ramen is a lot more of what this year feels like. <laughs> so it's, it's just, it's just better this way, but thank you. 2020 is chicken ramen to Michelle. Well, I mean, it's chicken ramen when you don't expect it to be. Chicken <laughs> okay. It's un- 2020 is unexpected chicken ramen. Yeah. I'm writing that down to put in a fortune cookie. Okay. <laughs> Unexpected chicken ramen. Um, He's so, actually writing it down, by the way, if you are. Well, I was definitely miming it. Yeah. No, I wrote it down. Um, so, now that we're done with your story about the folly of me. <sighs> So I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward for like over a week to you getting those. I'm sorry. <sighs> it's I'm all right. Cause I already, I already shipped more. I shipped hot and spicy shrimp, which is avail- more available. I shipped some to you. You'll have in a few days. Okay. God damn it. I'm not, no friend of mine is not going to have the soup. They like not in the winter. God damn it. I worry. I worry about you. So. Uh, but anyway, back to my shed, uh, you know, what's really important. So, uh, for those who've been listening, uh, it was like a month, oh, a little over two and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think I ordered a shed to be installed and they booked it way far out in advance. And it was actually supposed to be installed the Friday before Thanksgiving. And they even called me on that Wednesday to confirm everything. And then the next day they called me and were like, is there any way we can push it to the following Friday? Because we're like so overwhelmed and we're having lumber issues. Oh. So I said, yes, you can push it back to the following Friday. Um, but it had a rocky start because, um, well, first of all, I, I do think that there, I don't think that normally one guy comes and installs sheds and, and p- please correct me out there if you know things about shed installers, but this was just one guy in his pickup truck with all the stuff and he, he just did the job and he did a good job by the way. But, uh, but there were, we were plagued by problems. The first big problem, which is embarrassing for me to admit is that, uh, is that I had, I, I was told that he would arrive at nine o'clock and that it would take a day. So I got up at eight, got dressed and was ready to go out in the backyard and clean up the dog poop, Mm -hmm. you know, to make, to make it decent for him, a decent workspace for him. And literally I'm like, I just am dressed. I, I take a sip of water and there's a knock on my door and it's him at eight Oh five in the morning asking me to unlock the gate so he can get in. Right. Well then, 
and don't I'm starting to wonder if he was kind of a jerk <laughs> a little bit because I felt terrible that the dog poop wasn't cleaned up. But I tried to explain. I was like, I was going to, you know, clean up. But this is earlier than I was told mm-hmm. by like an hour. And he didn't really react to me saying that. Like he just kind of, uh, well, then he, he like comes to me. He's like, do you have a pooper scooper? And he cleans the dog poop up himself. And I felt terrible. Um, but I didn't know what else to do, you know? So I just let him. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to tip this guy. Like, I'm going to give him a little something extra for all, for all his trouble. As long as he doesn't do a terrible job, which I all don't right. think he will. You know, I don't think they'd send a guy who do a terrible job all by himself to do it. Um, yeah. So, cause I mean, like, this isn't like some small thing. This is like a company that was contracted by Lowe's. So it's not like this is some, you know, it's not like I called up Dave's shed and, and nomenclature or nomenclature Dave's <laughs> shed and, and shelter or whatever. Um, so, uh, he, he pooper scoops the yard. Uh, he also put all the poop in like one spot, like right by the porch where I was like, Oh, cool. But I mean, you know what? I'm not mad. It's not his job to clean up dog poop. It's very nice of him that he just did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we were, you and I were going <laughs> to record the show then that day. Uh, and I was like, you know, if there's a little like hammering, a little nails or whatever, that probably won't be a big deal. But what I wasn't ready for was his boom box, just blaring uh, classic rock. <laughs> and I'm not mad about that at all. Um, I have done, you know, day labor and stuff like that. And like, if I was stuck in that backyard working by myself for eight hours straight, I would really need music, mm-hmm. you know, something to make it more, you know, less awful for my, for me. So, you know, he just didn't use headphones or whatever, which is what I would have done, but, uh, yeah. but he had a boom box is fine. So I wasn't mad at all. I just kind of laughed and I was like, yeah, you know, he needs his music. Like I would never be somebody who got there and be like, yeah, turn that down. Fuck no. He's like working all day long for me. So yeah, I mean, you could have run outside while he wasn't looking and like just turned it down slightly and then run ooh. back inside. So you'd never know. See, where were you when I needed you? I didn't think about it until just now. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but, uh, so, so no big deal. We're like, okay, well, we'll record on Saturday. So I try to stay out of his way because to be honest, I was embarrassed by the dog poop thing. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to stay out of his way, let him do his job. And then when he's done, I'm going to give him a $20 tip and say, thank you so much for doing such a great job. Mm -hmm. That was my plan. And I mean, I don't want to be a jerk, but like I paid like $1,100 for the installation. It was a lot of money. Yeah. So, I mean, so whatever. Like I was like, you know what? Whatever. (laughs) I paid $1,100 for the installation and the, and the painting and everything. So, um, at about four o'clock, I need to go run an errand. I have to, and I wanted to stay around in case he needed a bathroom or he ran out of water. You know, I just want to be a good host. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'm not technically hosting him, I guess. Cause he's a, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't be, I'm not like that. I can't, I can't be like that. I want to be helpful. So, uh, so I go out there at four and I let him know like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for about a half an hour. Do you need to use the bathroom or anything before I go? And he says, Oh no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm wrapping up right now, but it's not done. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm wrapping up right now. And I'm like, Oh, and then he's like, I'll be here tomorrow, 8am to paint it. And I'm like, okay, well, no one ever told me in, in the two different phone consultations I had that it might be a two day job. <laughs> so I mean, and, and again, like, you know what, whatever, it's fine. But no one had told me. 
until that moment. So I leave when I get back, the guy's gone. I go out and check the shed, which is just, which is almost entirely assembled, just unpainted. And he did a good job. I mean, like I looked at it, like there's no, there's no major like sloppy spots. Mm -hmm. And any spots that don't look pristine are like the interior, like, you know, the, the, what do you call it? Like the, um, the, the framing, it doesn't matter. Like the, the wood just doesn't look perfectly uniform, but it's, it's installed perfectly uniform. It's okay. just the material. So but it's no big deal. Cause the interior is entirely utilitarian on a shed like that. Right. You know, the inside's right. nothing but, you know, boards and, and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the outside looked great. The roof looked really good. So now I'm stuck in this situation where thanks to Thanksgiving and being exhausted from Thanksgiving, cause I pulled a muscle in my back on Monday, of course. So then like, I'm still like, tr- I, I I should just, I'll go into Thanksgiving in a minute, but I, (laughs) (laughs) but so, uh, but I've just, I hadn't gotten a lot of sleep and, uh, you know, cause Thanksgiving was a little bit on the stressful side. Not too bad though. It was actually a really good Thanksgiving, all things considered. But, um, so he shows up at eight. I make sure the gates unlocked. I make sure that my dogs have went outside and done their business before he's there. Cause you know, he's in their domain all day mm-hmm. long. They don't have anywhere to go pee. I yeah. have to walk them in the front yard. Well, I don't have to walk Henwolf. Henwolf will run straight up to the grass pee and run right back in. She's a very good dog, but Chicano will be like, what adventures can I get into this time? And then I have yeah. to be like, get back in here and be like, you dick. Um, but no, so uh, I was texting you throughout the day, just like giving you updates because I'm like, I have no idea what this guy's doing. And my mom's like, just ask him. And I'm like, I'm embarrassed of my own existence at this point. Aww. And my mom didn't get that, I don't think. But uh, but so, uh, yeah, then I was like, I have my $20 bill in my pocket. I'm ready to, you know, for when he tells me he's all done to hand him the $20 bill and be like, you know, hey, thank you so much. And I noticed that he was painting first thing in the morning and he was hand painting. I assumed they were going to use a sprayer, mm-hmm. uh, but he was hand painting it and it does look good. It looks really good. Uh, the trim is pretty darn good for hand done, you know? Um, so, and it's, it's a orange shed, which is cool. Um, and it's still wet cause I have paint on my hand from <laughs> checking it out. Um, <laughs> but so, uh, all of a sudden I, I see that he's packing up and I remember I messaged you. I was like, he's packing up. Like he has to be, he's packing up. Right. Right. A- and so I'm like waiting and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll wait for the knock. And I just hear the truck start up and he just left. <laughs> like you didn't even, your shed's done nothing. Just, just left. Yeah. Um, which makes me think maybe he was a little bit of a jerk. <laughs> Maybe or it could be COVID. It could be the you know. I'm sorry. What were you going to say though? Oh, I was going to say maybe he thought you didn't like him because you didn't um, ask him how long he was going to be, and you. uh, I don't know. Well, with how early he worked, it felt like I worked nights because I ended up just like going to sleep on the couch Mm -hmm. uh, after waking up at like seven thirty in the morning and stuff. Like I, I don't usually wake up quite that early. And to be frank, I really need to catch up on all the sleep I lost uh, around Thanksgiving. Um, so <laughs> I have my shed. Uh, when we're done recording, I'm going to go out and buy a padlock for it. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to wait till tomorrow because my back is still a little tender. And then I'm, but tomorrow I'm going to put my, my lawnmower out there and all my yard implements and start planning what storage things I want to put in there. Cause it has a, it has a loft. So yeah, 
uh, about a third of the storage space is doubled by the loft. So I want to put like, you know, just things that I never, that are in, uh, you know, sealed plastic containers. I want to put stuff that I like never need, but I don't want to throw away up there, you know, just so it's safe, but it's out of the way. Well, you're making a face. What's that face about? No, no, no. Why are you judging my shed life? Sounds good. That's all sounds good. No. I mean, the offer if you want to live on that loft, you can. I don't have to put that stuff up there. It's okay. If you want to put up the stuff up there, it's fine. I can always sleep on the stuff, too. Or between them, you know, mm-hmm. make a little a Michelle size space. Yeah. Which really isn't much, to be, you know, honest. Oh. You don't take up a lot of room, you know. Mm, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so I have my shed. I'm happy about that. Um, so tell me, so, I mean, I feel like we should probably obviously talk about Thanksgiving because it was like two days ago. Um, was it? That was two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. Wow. So I know it feels, to me, it feels like Sunday. I, yeah, I, not really to me because I work tomorrow, Sunday, so. Yeah, but you have a job that makes you remember the days. Yeah, vaguely. but I don't normally remember the days. <laughs> but uh, t- do you want to talk about your Thanksgiving, how it went, what what you guys did? Do you want me to? I mean, yes. Um, <laughs> We're doing a show, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. So we just did a thing where uh, my mom really likes Thanksgiving dinner because she really likes turkey. Yeah. I'll stop rocking back and forth now. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Uh, yeah. Um. So she really likes turkey. So she wanted to make, she was like, I'm not not going to have Thanksgiving dinner. And my family were all pretty much on the same page with holidays. Nobody wants to see anybody and possibly get each other sick. So we're all just not. Um, But this was your guys' attitude in 2017, right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. It most definitely was not. But, uh, so... So she was like, I'm still going to do it, and I'm just going to make all the food, and I'm just going to bring it to you guys. And I was like, okay, okay, sure. So she was really excited, so she spent, like a, like, a day and a half cooking and, like, made a bunch of things that, like, we could actually finish, like, cooking in our ovens, my sister and uh, my ovens, that is. Um, well, and so, you, you live the furthest, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she came... She came over like in the early afternoon and my brother went to my sister's house to drop off food too. And, uh, she got, we just got a lot of food and then, um, I made, put the food in the oven and it was fine. And then we, uh, we, we like hung out, um, on zoom and ate dinner together. Uh, yeah. And That's then, very nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was fine. It went. It went totally fine. Uh, it sounds like the rest of my family, my extended family, got together and hmm. didn't tell us. But hmm. that's okay because I wouldn't have gone because <laughs> it's not appropriate this year. But they didn't tell me. But um, then later, the other side, my mom's side of the family. Uh, jumped on Zoom with us, and we did like you know that like Jackbox TV stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for a couple of hours in the evening, in the later part of the evening. That so, sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. I'm glad. I'm really glad. And lots of people had cats, so I could see them on Zoom. And oh, that's and, good. <laughs> yeah, 
You were so happy about the cats. Yeah, and Diggs was on Zoom a little, so but oh, mostly yeah. just her butt. So yeah, yeah I mean, cat. You said cat. Yeah, you know, cats are gonna do. <laughs> cats are mostly butt. Yeah. Um, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you have an all right time? Yeah. Um, good. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out what we're gonna do for Christmas. Uh, yeah. But I have ideas, but they're like really bad ideas. So we're gonna see. Well, because weren't you thinking about like being on your porch or something? Yeah, the, like, like at the start, of, the, the like three days into winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna buy like one of those little um, trees that you plant afterward mm-hmm. with the ball, and I'm gonna decorate it and I'm put it on my porch, and we're all just gonna sit outside and be really cold, and maybe I'll give everyone something hot to drink if I feel <laughs> like it. Maybe, and then they'll go home. So, oh, I mean, that doesn't sound terrible if you could guarantee the weather was gonna be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot. No, um, no. What about your Thanksgiving? Uh, well, before I talk about my very sad and lonely Thanksgiving compared to yours, um, I <laughs> no, I had a pretty good one. But uh, I want to ask because I, I feel like I should know this about you. What 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 do you like uh, eating at Thanksgiving? Oh, I don't really like Thanksgiving. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I yeah, I mean, particularly. Um, like we make, we normally make like rice pilaf, so I kind of like that. Oh, la di da! And it's yeah, it's like the least fancy thing in the world. And then <laughs> I make like a broccoli casserole mm-hmm. um, that I like. And then there's also like stuffing, which is fine, and sweet potatoes, which is fine. Uh, I'm not, I'm just not a huge fan. Um, but my mom also made me a fake sausage, and then with lots of um. Onions and peppers, and that was. Ooh, good. that's nice. Yeah. Well, because you love, like, you're not a meat person anyway. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not just, it's not just that you don't eat meat for you know moral reasons. Although you do, it's also uh, that you don't like meat very much anyway. I no. mean, so it's it's pretty easy to not want it. Yeah, I really don't like turkey. It's, I mean, on, honestly, like, I like it. No, I don't like it at all. But I, I prefer it when it was kind of like drier than when it was like real juicy. It's just gross. <laughs> I don't like it. I only I like turkey, like a roast turkey once a year, mm-hmm. and then because by the time I'm done eating the the leftovers, I'm pretty done with it. Yeah, yeah. That's and the I, way I feel. I hate leftover turkey so much. It has that weird flavor. That weird my turkey's been dead for too long now flavor. Um. So, uh, so I don't like it. Well, now I've converted to being a dark meat person, so it's not as bad. Uh, but um, <laughs> but so so before we talk about my Thanksgiving, uh, because I'm 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 shining us away from it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just I want to like set up this idea that it's super sad, but it's not. It wasn't. Uh, but so. What do you like to eat at Christmas then? Like, what's what? What do you, is it? The same thing? You don't like you don't like Christmas food either? Yeah. Well, it it Christmas has been weird. Like, because last year, like I made Christmas dinner for everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I made like udon. Um. So, so I liked I liked Christmas dinner, but normally, like when when we've gotten together, either with with my immediate family or my extended family, we'll have something that's like what we have on Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so see in my family, we have, we generally have a ham on Thanksgiving. My mom was telling me, she was like, but people have ham on, on Christmas, but I don't like ham. 
I know you don't. <laughs> but I really oh. don't like ham. Oh, and what I was mentioning, I totally lost my point earlier. When I was talking about you not liking meat very much, mm. I did want to mention, but your favorite kind of meat is sausage. Oh, that's what we were doing. Yeah, I like sausages, that was, that was and I like I like meat that isn't like good meat. So I like like yeah, you like like very processed meat. Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes good. sense though because it's not like regular meat. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, so yeah. I remember you telling me at one point you're like, I really like hot dogs, and I was like, that's such a weird. Oh, I didn't really like hot dogs. They're okay. <laughs> well. They're okay is like praise to meat for you. I mean, I think that like like beef is okay too. It's much better than like chicken or pork or something. Pork's really good, man. No, it's not. I mean, maybe maybe some cuts like like maybe like bacon, maybe. But bacon's alright. Bacon's all salt is the problem. Yeah, but but like pork, like a pork chop, no. No, it's all right. Yeah. So, all right. I'll talk about my Thanksgiving, okay. but only cause you made me, um, <laughs> no. Um, so obviously I couldn't, uh, unfortunately I couldn't be with my mom. Um, that's kind of why I've been making jokes about, about, you know, it being so sad cause I'm dealing with, you know, I miss my mom a lot. Uh, yeah. and she doesn't live far away. I see her, you know, to drop things off to her outside and stuff, but I don't get to spend any quality time with her. Yeah. And it's really, it's really hard. Cause I'm very close with my mom. I used to have lunch with her at least once a week. Um, you know, she's my best friend. So it, it's hard. And, uh, and I'm also like the holiday person in my family. I'm the one who's like, come on guys, let's get together on Thanksgiving. Come on guys, let's get together on Christmas. Cause my mom will kind of act disinterested. Although this has proven she's not that disinterested because she was very obsessive about uh, having kind of a Thanksgiving of sorts. So my mother insisted on uh, buying me a, a, a pre-made Thanksgiving dinner from Kroger's, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and said, like, invite people. It was, like, enough food to feed six people. So she was, like, invite anybody who doesn't have somewhere to go or whatever. So um, I ended up having uh, four friends over uh, for dinner. Um, like my, and, and nobody was, like, a lost puppy. It was just, like, you know, people who either couldn't go somewhere because of COVID risk or, you know, they have a – they, you know, do their Thanksgiving on Wednesday. So it was, like, well, then come over and have dinner with us on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I – so and the the meal was pretty good. The turkey was the best part. I was very surprised. It was like a pre-cooked turkey, but then you have to put it in the oven for three more hours. And when it came out, it was like, it was so tender and juicy and good. And uh, I was very surprised. And I had to carve my own turkey for the first time, uh, which went great. I expected it to be very difficult and it was not even vaguely difficult. It made me want to go buy another turkey so I could cook <laughs> it and carve it. Cause I was like, that was so much fun. You know, it was just not hard. It, it's like you separate the leg, then you separate the other leg, then you separate the breast. It's really not complicated at all. Mm-hmm. So, and I bought an electric carving knife and wrote old painless on it, which made me really happy. Um, but so that's the broad strokes. But what, what what actually happened on Thanksgiving Day is it got up. Okay, so I have a thing. Every Thanksgiving and every Christmas morning, I have cereal. Like when I was a kid. And I don't eat cereal the rest of the year. I only eat cereal on Christmas morning and Thanksgiving morning. Okay. Because um, in general, I'm not really that. Again, like there are lots of foods that I like, but I don't like them enough for them to be in like a rotation of my diet. Yeah. Like I really like cereal a few times. Yeah. I really like turkey a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, but, uh, but a roast turkey is not a hamburger. I could eat a hamburger, you know, every other day. I like them a lot. So, um, but so I got up really early and, uh, and, uh, Rachel was actually cleaning the house up a bit to get ready for people. Cause we had like the whole day and, uh, and I felt bad. I'm not a good, I'm not a good housekeeper. So Rachel took the lead. So what I did to try to contribute was I ordered us a, excuse me, a really nice lunch, uh, from a, from a Turkish place. Cool. Cause much to my shock, they were open. So I ordered it. She'd never had it. So we ate our really nice lunch and she got back to it. Well, because my back was hurt, I was even less useful than normal. So, uh, now it wasn't that bad, but it was really bad on Monday. So, yeah. uh, but on, on Thursday it was mostly better. Uh, but, but I would like bend down to do something and be like, yep, that motion is not a good one. Um, so I ended up, uh, getting put on box duty. You know, I have all these boxes from all the shipments that come between personal life and work. Cardboard takes over the house really fast. Mm-hmm. So, I just sat at the couch with a knife and I told Rachel, I was like, just throw me any boxes and I'll cut them open and, and flatten them. And then I'll take them out to the trash. Yeah. And she was like, all right. So we were like doing teamwork, you know? And, uh, as I'm, uh, one of the things we had to do was collapse the dog cages and put them away. Cause they take up like the entire kitchen or the entire dining room. So we put the cages down and I'm walking around and I hit my toe into the cage and I'm like, ow, Okay. And I like, I walk away and I put my new Santa Claus slippers on and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to test bump my toe anymore. <laughs> so then I'm cutting boxes and cutting boxes and my toe keeps aching and I keep like moving my foot around and going like, ah, whatever. And finally I'm like, man, my toe really aches. So I pull it out of my slipper and it's just covered in blood. Oh God. I had been, I had been bleeding directly into my like oh. literally three day old slippers. Oh. Like I just bought them. And, I was, and, and the best part was Rachel ran into the room because she heard me go, ah, <laughs> that was the sound. <laughs> I made when I saw that my toe was so bloody. <laughs> so she runs and she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm bleeding a lot. And, and I've, I've actually had a lot of cuts in my life. I'm pretty good at kind of gauging them, you know, how, how bad they are. And this was a really tiny cut. So I cleaned it and I put super glue on it, which I learned in professional wrestling school. And it does generally work. Uh, except that this cut was deep. Uh, apparently. So it just bled right through the glue, which I had never seen before. Well, well, I, cause I didn't assess the cut, right? If I had assessed the cut properly, I would have applied pressure for like five or six minutes and then glued it to get the bleeding to stop. Yeah. But I just looked at it. So, Oh, a little cut. I'll glue it shut. And no. So, um, so now I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for this to like stop bleeding and I get it to stop bleeding. And then I glue it shut and I put a bandaid on. And then I'm like loafing around the house trying to help Rachel and she's getting madder and madder because she's looking at my foot and she's like, your toe is getting red. Like it was just getting agitated. It was getting angry, you know, the, the hurt toe and, and I'm, and it's like aching and stuff. So finally she's like, why don't you just lay down on the couch and put your foot up? And I'm like, but people are going to be here in like 20 minutes and I want to help. And she's like, you'll help me by going away and resting. So when the first guest came over, I was literally laying on the couch with one leg on Chicano and one leg on my pill on a pillow. <laughs> I, I mean, she was right. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was funny. My toe just hurting and aching all day and, <laughs> and all the blood. Oh God. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't that bad. Oh, but the, the, the part I forgot, I almost forgot to mention Rachel sprung into action. She was like, do I need to take care of your toe? And I was like, honestly, I am definitely qualified. 
to take care of my bleeding toe. Mm-hmm. But I was like, could you take my, my slipper and try to get this blood out? Cause like it's brand new. And there was literally, it looked like it was a bandage. Like there was so much blood absorbed in it. <laughs> so wait, what color is your slipper? Oh, say, what color is your blood? And I was going to be like, Michelle, what answers are you expecting? No, uh, white. Oh, man. <laughs> the inside of them was white cotton. So, oh, okay. It, I kind of understand. Yeah. yeah. So it literally oh, looked like a bandage yeah. that you take off the, you know, yeah. but uh, luckily we caught it so early, a little warm water and OxyClean and it just, it was complete. It's completely looks fine now. Good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the, the negative part of Thanksgiving. Oh, and that, and they almost thought they lost our Turkey at the, at the grocery store, but that turned out fine. The guy was so nice. Cause when they thought they lost my order, he like looked me dead in the eye and he was like, he was like, we've had some cancellations today. You ain't leaving here without a Turkey. And that was such a nice thing to say on Thanksgiving morning, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was, the food was cooking. It all turned out really nice. Some of the sides were better than others. Uh, we had a nice meal. We had a lot of laughs. And then at about eight 30 or nine o'clock, my buddy Dave came by and we watched planes, trains and automobiles and Dutch, which are my two favorite Thanksgiving movies of all time. Had a bunch of laughs, had a couple cries because planes, trains and automobiles makes me sob like a little dumb baby. And, uh, it was nice. It was actually really nice. I mean, you know, I would have preferred my normal Thanksgiving would be go be with my mom until like three mm-hmm. and then do what I did, you know, hang out with people and uh, eat leftovers at dinner time and then watch movies. Yeah. But um, so, I mean, I will, you know, as hard as that has been and as hard as I know Christmas is going to be to be not with my mother, um, it really was the best possible you know, not a lot of people around Thanksgiving. Good. It really was. Good. Um, and I'm very thankful. So, so now this is the part where Michelle, you have to say what you're thankful for. No, um, no. Yeah, it's too late. No, you it's, already agreed to. No, no, I I wasn't paying attention when I signed that paper. I don't know. What <laughs> you have to be thankful for something. No. No. To. Okay, so we'll let the record show Michelle is thankful for nothing. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's some cold-blooded get. shit. Yeah, well, that's what you get for tricking me, so. <laughs> well, I'm going to say what I'm thankful for. Okay. Because um, I'm in a weird spot. I'm exhausted right now. Um, but I'm, uh, but I've been reminiscing about good things, but also talking about hard things. So I'm in like a really interesting kind of loosey goosey emotional place right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm, you know, I'm thankful for my job, which has somehow kept me going through uh, eight months of COVID or nine months of COVID or however long it's been. I don't know. Um, but I'm really, who cares? You know, it doesn't matter what are months, but no, uh, but I'm really thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, but by, by proxy of that, really, I'm thankful for like all the people who have been supporting my stuff, buying movies, supporting Patreon, stuff like that. Like people don't realize that like when everything completely shut down, my Patreon was like the only money coming in at all. Yeah. Like, 
so I'm thankful. I'm like really thankful. So if you're on there and this is not a guilt thing to get you to join if you're listening to this, but you should, but, uh, but no, but it's just, I really am thankful. Um, because that really kept me going. It still keeps me going. Um, I'm going to be paying rent next month in part with my Patreon payout that's coming for December. So thank you guys. Um, there's going to be, well, oh yeah, you're a patron. You yeah, fucking not, prick. not a big one, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I'm just thankful of people being willing to support me while I try to get things going. Um, yeah, while I try to get things going because you know we had to shut down that production. I th- did we talk about that on the show? I don't think we did. No, no, because yeah. that was just yeah, that was just now. Pretty the much. production we talked about last week uh, had to be yeah. shut down due to severe weather and COVID concerns as well. Yeah. So I'm not working. I was excited to work, and now I'm not working. Uh, not like that anyway. Um, but uh, I just yeah, I'm I'm thankful for this podcast because uh, I have had fun sitting with you, Michelle. Even on the days when I didn't necessarily want to do it when I first sat down because I was tired or depressed or or whatever. Because unfortunately for this poor show, it's existed more in COVID times than not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so man, I we should listen back to like the like the fifth episode to like how like like youthful and jubilant we were about like normal lives where like we did stuff and things happened. We and- should we should listen to the actually we should listen to the one like before right before we brought COVID up and then the one where like everything got real serious oh god they're like only one apart no because there was like one in the middle where we were oh, like yeah. we were like still like oh it'll probably be okay everything's gonna be okay Yeah, because we had to record that that the thing at the beginning that said like this episode was recorded before the information had come out mm-hmm. about this and that and the other thing yeah it's been a it's been a barrel of laughs for us over here at this show is awkward so <laughs> but uh and and uh and thank you to those listening to us you know um <laughs> excuse me there aren't a ton of you but I am thankful for you, you know? So yeah. And I'm thankful for both podcasts, but this one in particular, you know, helps me kind of feel like I'm not going crazy. And I'm thankful for you. Cause you have uh, dealt with the brunt of my bullshit during the pandemic. So <sighs> so you're still not thankful for anything. I'm, I'm thankful for you too and the people listening too. Because- <laughs> You're just gonna copy my homework? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at this show is awkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>